What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of Reading with Ricky. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., back again for another Bible reading in which we spend time in the Word, learning and growing from what the Word has to say so that we can have a abundant life, a better life, but a life that is full of understanding, right? Because as the Word says, in all thy getting, get understanding, but then it also says that God will reveal to us His abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, health, healing, and truth. And I believe that as we read the word and come in contact with what the truth is, we will come in contact with those things that God has for us, preordained for us, predestined for us, and already prearranged for us along our way and about our day. And so we are in the book of Luke, in which I read the word as well as give commentary to what the word has to say. And I pray that it will be a blessing to you as the word is to me each and every day. And even before we tap in, smash that like button, right? Let's get to let's get to 25. That's my number. That's my favorite number. Let's get to 25 likes on this particular episode and I will thank you all in advance because it will be a testimony of how uh, good, good these readings are. But nonetheless, Luke chapter 5 verse 16. Oh, this is fun. It says, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. I highlight this part in my Bible because I believe this is something that we all should do. And uh I'll just share this with you. I have various colors that I highlight my Bible with specifically, which you can't see, but this one is highlighted in blue because I used the blue color to indicate the things that uh, Jesus did that I should do as well. Uh, so here, here, it specifically says that Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. And why is this important? Why is this something that I should do as well? Because it lets us know that there are times in which we should isolate ourselves. There's times in which we should draw back from the crowds or draw back from people, right? Because either people are in your life to be asset or liability. They're either building you up or they're just draining some things from you. And it's all good, right? It's all good because we are here to be a blessing to others. And, uh, you know, but just know who those people are and just know what they are doing to you uh, just to keep your strength. However, in it all, we should find some time to isolate ourselves, to draw back. You may not find yourself in the wilderness as Jesus did, but you may find yourself in your prayer closet. You may find yourselves um, in your room or in your home, or you may have a destination where you vacate to, where you're just able to be one with God. You're able to pray to God, read his word and fully just be empowered, right? I could just see like a cup, right? Just pouring, just allow for God to just pour into you, right? Allow for the windows of heaven to open up and not only God pour out a blessing, but God pour out his love, his fire, his power, what he desires for you with your purpose and the destiny that you have for, he has for you. Let him pour into you. And so let us do as Jesus did. He withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. And know that prayer isn't just a one-way communication uh, channel. No, it's a way for which we can cast our cares onto God and say what we desire and allow for our stress and things to be released to God at his throne, but then also let's stay there a little bit longer so that we can receive what God has for us, right? And so here it goes on to say in verse 17, one day when Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby. Huh, it's about to get fun, y'all. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea, as well as from Jerusalem. So these men came from everywhere. These Pharisees and teachers of religious law, they came to peep out what Jesus had going on. Why? Hmm. 
probably because crowds, crowds, large crowds were coming to hear what he had to say. And so just as it was back then, as it is today, as crowds start to form around individuals, people start spectating, right? We start, well, not we, but people start spectating to see what's really going on. What, what is this message that this person has to offer? Why are these people coming from the North, South, East, and the West to hear what this person has to say? But then, uh, you know, at the end of the day, some spectators can be haters and some spectators can be motivators. However, we're going to find out who these spectators were. It says, um, and the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. I love that part. Because that part didn't have to be there. It was already understood. We just came off the fact that Jesus healed this man with an advanced case of leprosy. However, I love that here it was here because it lets us know what's to come. Right. The Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Therefore, we know Jesus is in the healing business. Some healing is about to take place because the Bible emphasized a specific power that was upon Jesus. And that was the healing power. I emphasize that part to say as you spend time praying with God as you spend time in isolation with God, meditating, praying, uh, journaling, spending time with God. God will speak to you. God will reveal to you that power that he has blessed you with, that power that he has adorned upon you, that power that he has placed on the inside of you that this world needs, that you have, that will be a blessing to others. God will reveal that thing to you. And I pray that you come in contact with the knowledge of that power that God has blessed you with. Come in contact with that uh, uniqueness that God has set you apart with, that others will come into contact with you well, or with you for, right? Why do I say that? Because there's scripture that also say your gift will make room for you and put you in the place of greatness of kings and things like that. But here, the gift that God has given to Jesus, one of them being a healing power, uh, put him in the place of crowds, of multitudes because of the power that he had. And I pray and I know that you will come in contact with what God has placed on the inside of you that only you can do and will draw others to you as well. Hmm. Verse 18, it says, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. I'm going to read this part because it's so good. Right. They cared, They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So here these men had this paralyzed man. Right. We already saw Jesus healed a man with leprosy. But now here is a paralyzed man that was being carried on his sleeping mat, the mat in which he was confined to because he was paralyzed and couldn't move around, couldn't get around and couldn't do anything. However, these men had the audacity. These men had the faith. These men had the belief that uh Jesus was the answer. Here it says, but 19, they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took some tiles off. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. So these men had the boldness to pull up tiles from on top of the roof of the building in which they were in. Jesus was in teaching to the crowds and lowered this man on his sleeping mat right in front of Jesus. Wow, what faith. Wow, what belief. Wow, what confidence they had in Jesus to be able to do this thing. Why do I say they had all those things? Because just think, 
they did that lower him down but if they just was like oh man maybe jesus can or uh, i heard about him but you know i don't know they had it was gonna have to pull him back up and i believe them men knew that if they just let him down it was gonna be all good everything was gonna be taken care of and jesus was gonna heal this paralyzed man and so here in verse 20 it says seeing their faith what is faith? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We talk about faith so much in this Christian walk well, amongst Christian circles, amongst uh, Christianity or those who are believers of Jesus. Faith is something that we hope for, that we have even before we have what we hope for, right? It's the substance of things unseen, right? Faith, 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 faith. These men had faith. They had faith. The, they saw, Jesus saw their faith because they let down this man. They saw the substance in which they hoped for. They hoped for the fact that Jesus was going to heal this paralyzed man and they exemplified it. They showed it. They, uh, it was revealed to others because they lowered this man down on his sleeping mat right in front of Jesus. Huh? The substance of things hoped for. That was the substance. That was the substance. The evidence of things not seen. Even before they knew this man would be healed and no longer be would be paralyzed, they lowered him before Jesus. All that to say, great people, as I finish today, all that to say as we show our faith, as we uh, cast out our belief, as we use our faith, the faith that was given to us by God to be able to receive from God or do the things that are benefiting to others, right? As we see these man lord a paralyzed man down right it wasn't for their benefit however it was for the benefit of the paralyzed man as we use our faith for self for others for the uh, glory of god god will see it and speak to it and answer it as we have casted out that faith and so you know we're gonna tap into that next week but even tune in tomorrow as we just fully engulf ourselves in what we did read and how we can go about our way to be relieved of pain that way we may be facing because we're just trying to figure it out we're just trying to do what's right we're just trying to come in contact with the blessing right but then also come in contact with the pleasure right from pain to pleasure is what we're going to talk about on friday as we read here in luke chapter 5 so i'm gonna go ahead and pray just to make sure we seal what has been read and the text today by saying i thank you lord god for this opportunity as i always do this opportunity to be amongst your people to be amongst your sheep uh your lamb lord god i thank you that you have within them power. You have within them untapped potential to be able to do the exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine. I thank you that that is within them. And I thank you, Lord God, as we draw into that power, Lord God, that you would do some great works within us. I thank you that our faith is made strong in the midst of adversity, in the midst of things that may be going on around us. I thank you that our faith is not in ourself, but the faith that you've given us is in you and the opportunity that only you can do and things in our lives. And I thank you that we will yield to those opportunities and those ways. And I thank you, Lord God, that as you bless us, as you set us free, as you deliver us, we will be a beacon of light and of hope to others that are around us. And I thank you that they will see the goodness that you have shown to us and they will draw near to you as we did as well. 
once upon a time. It's in Jesus' name I pray. The name above all names. Hey, man, great people, great people, great people. I appreciate you all. I truly do for this time in which we share together as we grow into the knowledge of God, the understanding of God, as well as the word of God. And I thank you that as you spend time with God in his written word, that you also will receive his verbal word, his rhema word as well, so that you can go about your day, specifically your day, uh, whatever this day is for you. I thank you that God will speak to you and enrich you and uh, make you happy because I believe that's what he desires. So in it all with it all, I love you all. I appreciate you all. Have a phenomenal week. Have a phenomenal day and continue to have a great, great, great life. Remember, God loves you. I love you. And there's nothing you could do about it. Till next time. Peace.